This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, September 14th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Dems Shields stepped up basis, but target estate taxation. Biden picks Walnut Exec as ag trade negotiator. Dems Shields stepped up basis, but target estate taxation. Farm groups are breathing a collective sigh of relief that congressional Democrats have dropped the idea of taxing capital gains at death, preserving the benefits of stepped-up basis. But many may still need to start talking to their tax advisors about just what's in the legislation and how it could affect their tax planning. The legislation that the House Ways and Means Committee is debating this week would cut the estate tax exemption to the 2010 level of $5 million adjusted for inflation. But there's another change in the bill, an increased property valuation reduction. That could offset the impact of cutting the exemption, which is now $11.7 million. Other changes that could affect some farms include changes in corporate tax rates and an increase in individual income taxes for higher earners. The bottom line? Well, there's a high likelihood that some form of this legislation will become law before the end of the year. People should not wait to get on top of these changes, said Brian Keel of Keiko Isom, an accounting and consulting firm. The tax package would help pay for the cost of Democrats' $3.5 trillion Build Back Better spending plan. However, the tax section may shrink before the bill gets to the finish line, as at least two Democratic senators say they won't support legislation that big. You can follow all our coverage on the developing bill at agripulse.com. Biden nominates Almond Exec as ag trade negotiator. Moving to fill a position considered hugely important for the ag sector, President Joe Biden says he plans to nominate Elaine Trevino, president of the Almond Alliance of California and former deputy secretary at the California Department of Food and Agriculture as ag trade negotiator at the office of the U.S. Trade Representative. Trevino has led the alliance since April 2018. With her, if confirmed, addition to the administration, California's tree nut farmers will be well represented. Jenny Lester Moffitt, USDA's new Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs, managed her family's organic walnut farm for three years. And speaking of trade, some 77 ag and food associations are urging the Biden administration to take more active role in making sure overseas exporters aren't dictating U.S. exports. The group say more than 70% of containers are departing the West Coast with nothing in them. Right now, imports seem to be enjoying the equivalent of an eight-lane highway while our exports have been relegated to narrow country roads. That's not right, and we know that Congress and the administration can take steps to create fair trading practices The letter to President Joe Biden reads, We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. 
We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Ag groups demand fix to jet fuel credit. Farm and biofuel industry groups are appealing to Democrats to rework a proposed new tax incentive for renewable jet fuel to make sure vegetable oils and corn ethanol would qualify as feedstocks. The tax credits for sustainable aviation fuel, or SAF, would vary from $1.25 to $1.75. But the industry groups say domestic ag commodities would largely be ineligible because of a requirement that the carbon impact be measured according to a methodology adopted by the International Civil Aviation Organization. Because biomass feedstocks are essential SAF sources, it is imperative that tax credits and other programs properly account for the life cycle emissions of these sources and the petroleum products these new fuels will replace, the group say in a letter to congressional leaders. JBS expects plant back online today. A Grand Island, Nebraska beef packing plant is expected to resume production today after a fire shuttered the facility yesterday. According to a JBS spokesperson, the fire, quote, did not impact our primary production areas. The company expects to restart operations today, but cautioned yesterday afternoon that the reopening is, quote, pending ongoing assessment of the situation. The facility, which is the area's largest employer and has an annual production capacity of about 1.4 million head of cattle, did not operate yesterday after the fire. RFA analysis. High gas prices not caused by biofuel credit compliance. A new analysis by the Renewable Fuels Association suggests Renewable fuel standard compliance credits are not causing higher retail gas prices. The organization says higher gas prices are instead being caused by higher crude oil prices, not the price of the renewable identification numbers that oil refiners use to demonstrate compliance with the RFS. Higher gasoline prices this summer were caused primarily by OPEC plus oil production cutbacks, and an increase in gasoline demand, said Scott Richmond, chief economist at RFA. He said the Colonial Pipeline shutdown and Hurricane Ida have also put pressure on prices. Pointing to Energy Information Administration data, Richmond said there is a strong correlation between crude oil prices and supply and demand factors for retail gasoline. The American fuel and petrochemical manufacturers which launched an ad campaign in July attacking what it called the ethanol gasoline tax, says RFS compliance costs for 2021 are likely to be near $30 billion. Bipartisan Policy Center report recommends ways to increase food security. A task force, including two former ag secretaries, a world-renowned chef and heads of two influential food and ag groups, wants to retain COVID-related waivers that allowed access to federal nutrition programs. The Bipartisan Policy Center Task Force, made up of Chef Jose Andres, 
Food Industry Association President Leslie Saracen, American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall, and former Ag Secretaries Dan Glickman and Ann Vinneman released a report yesterday recommending nine policy changes to strengthen food security during and after the COVID-19 pandemic. The group also said it wants Congress and the Biden administration to develop a standardized federal definition for, quote, nutrition security and support accessibility of fruits and vegetables in federal feeding programs. Some of the task force recommendations could reduce future expenditures by improving health outcomes and reducing federal health care and other preventable costs, said Veneman. She served as Secretary of Agriculture during the Bush administration. NRECA blasts Dems' clean energy program as unrealistic. Rural electric providers are criticizing the Clean Electricity Performance Program of the House Energy and Commerce Committee's portion of the reconciliation package, which the committee is considering. The $150 billion program would reward utilities that increase their use of clean energy by 4% annually and penalize those that don't. But National Rural Electric Cooperative Association CEO Jim Matheson told committee leaders in a letter yesterday that the program's 10-year window is unrealistic because of longer-term existing contractual obligations. He also called the bill's clean energy targets, quote, too aggressive, adding that a year-over-year 4% increase in clean electricity deployment is not attainable for many of our members. Lastly, the CEP, the CEPP, makes a significant mistake by requiring compliance on load-serving entities, Matheson said. Many electric cooperatives are relatively small distribution entities that own little, if any, generation. Here's today's He Said It. We cannot afford partisanship when it comes to food, to nutrition, and to hunger. That Chef Jose Andres at a bipartisan policy center event yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, September 14th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.